Welcome to the Art of a Messy House podcast, where my house is messier than ever, but I am at my happiest. And the only answer for it is Jesus, where my hope is anchored. Come join me, Jen Kasuda, your host, for faith encouragement, testimonies, and devotionals as I share everyday faith in my real, authentic, not perfect way. There will be stories of humility, kindness, truth, and love as we walk in faith through the everyday relatable moments. As a wife, mom, teacher, and author, I'm learning to embrace this messy but beautiful life while encouraging others to do the same. No matter what stage of faith you are at, you will learn of God's love here and be empowered to walk in your own beautifully distinct purpose right here, right now. So let's step over the clutter together and laugh through the stress, for true beauty is in the art of a messy house. So dear God, please bless this beautifully imperfect mess. Love, Jen. Dear God, why is it that often the first step is the hardest? The first step. I think about that so often. Even making this podcast, the first step. The first step in so many areas are so difficult. And why? I mean, on so many levels, it makes sense, I think. Because it's most challenging to take that first step into the unknown. Into starting a new podcast. Into publishing. Into opening the Bible for the first time. It can feel overwhelming. And I think about during so many stages of my life, including the self-publishing and reading the Bible, were really overwhelming. And they didn't have to be. That's the most important thing. It didn't have to be, but yet it was. And maybe that's a way of blocking us from what is good for us. This distraction of, oh, I feel like it's going to be too hard. Or it's just the unknown that makes us uncomfortable. Maybe the feeling of being uncomfortable. But I do believe that we need to grow out of our comfort zones. And that's something you can see all over the place. And I get it. And I know it. And it's one of those things that's easier said than done. But sometimes we grow too comfortable. And I just pray that this encourages you, whatever it is, to take the first step. If it's aligned with God, of course. And so while I know it's very different, what I just said, taking the first step in self-publishing or taking the first step in reading the Bible are very different. I think the lesson is really about the initial steps and how without knowing so much of how to get started or what the outcome will be, we often feel uncomfortable and we don't overdo, we worry, we overcomplicate things thinking that we can't do it or someone else will do it. Or it's just not the right timing, waiting and waiting and just the perfect timing is never going to come. When we're called to do something, we just have to do it. We just have to go. And so many people told me that in preparing for this podcast, it was a message I heard time and time again. And still, it was hard to put myself out there to take the first step. But so much has grown in the uncertain times in life. So much beauty is in the unknown. And so when we are prompted to take the first step out of our comfort zones, it helps to have God by our sides. And it helps so much to know that God is right by our sides, even in the missteps. So even if we get it wrong, we can still step because God is by our sides. We can turn back. We can learn. And so reflecting back, it's very much on I'm learning. It's pray step, pray step. And sometimes the step will be a rest Sometimes the step will be 
oh, turn around. That was the wrong way. Sometimes the step will be a lesson. Sometimes it will be a pause. Sometimes it will be a jump, a sprint, or a tiptoe, or a rest. I'm learning a lot about the rest. But reflecting back, starting to read the Bible daily was a pivotal moment for me. And I didn't even realize that when I began it. It was very intimidating to even think of having my own Bible to open every day. Somewhere along the first 30 years of my life, I had grown into believing a misconception and a lie that I was not supposed to read the Bible or the Word of God for myself. That was wrong. I don't know where that misconception came, but I don't even say that now. I don't think anyone particularly taught me not to do it. I think I just misunderstood. And so I think it's so important to bring clarity to our children and bring clarity to people and say, we are meant to be in God's word for ourselves. God speaks to us through his word. What he says to me or what the Holy Spirit reveals to me or talks to me or the conversations I have with the Holy Spirit and being what I'm convicted of in the Holy Spirit and what God is working in my life may not be the same thing that is happening in someone else's life. And of course, the word is the word. It does not change, but it is active. It is active in living, and we can lean into that for everything. So it is so important to get into God's word. And this may be repetitive for those of you who are already in and reading the Bible every day. I just tell you that it was through a conversation I had with Vanessa Liu, who also has a podcast, You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast. And I went on her podcast, and we were in a conversation, and everything just aligned to the moment. I was set free of anxiety, right? There was a moment, but it took so many steps on my part of being available and obedient to what I was being asked to do. And really it aligned. Everything started to shift when I started to learn God's word for myself. And so I say that because we don't know what God has for us, right? I want everything God has for me. Sometimes we can get so stuck in what we are planning and we are doing and what we are learning, what the world is telling us. But when we read and spend time with God's word and in his word, we become more aligned. His words, they teach us. They become embedded in us. We store them in our hearts for all situations. They can be applied to everything. And so when I discovered this to be false— the fact that I wasn't supposed to read it for myself. I didn't know where to start, but I had really great people. Um, I was going through a really tough time. I think I've openly shared this on the first episode that I was walking through. I had just had my second child and I had postpartum anxiety. I was working with a counselor and I also had post-traumatic stress disorder for my son, had an anaphylactic reaction to dairy as an infant. And I didn't realize I had those things going on, but I was in a really difficult space. And a pastor from my church had come over. She's a dear friend too. And she gave me a devotional and she suggested I read the Bible. My father-in-law, my mother-in-law bought me a Bible. There were these signs that were just like coming to me and I opened it up. And honestly, I would like to say I wanted to do it. I didn't not want to. I actually, in the moment was like, I don't know what else to do. It was such a dark place that I was walking through in time. And I said, sure, I will try anything. I need something, right? Like I said, I had a really great counselor who was also encouraging me to talk about my faith and to walk in my faith and just share that. And so I started to read every morning. I started with the devotionals. I started with the Bible. I downloaded the Bible app. And because these people, I don't even know if they realized what they were doing or if they realized how much they were impacting me by just giving me the prompt, buying me the Bible, but they did. And 
they were so gracious to give me tips on how to begin. So it became less overwhelming. And so that's really why I'm sharing this because oftentimes the first step is the most overwhelming. And I find that we can get stuck behind or before the first step. But still, the Bible states, your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. Psalm 105. Sorry, my dog just decided to come enter. I knew that was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to wait until episode four, but he is here and I am trying to figure out what he is doing. I heard him eating something. So I said, this is going to be real. This is real. The gospel, the good news, it guides us through everything. God speaks to us through it differently too. He will speak to us differently. So we need to be reading the Bible for ourselves. It's important to read it for ourselves. Sometimes we need to hear how others started to help us. And so that's why I wanted to share with you a couple things of how I got started in the Bible. In case you would like to do that as well, I will be, or maybe I already have done that by the time I post this, starting to read through the Gospel of John on Instagram as well. But that is where I started. But like I said, the first step is most challenging. New territories can feel intimidating, uncomfortable, confusing. I'm an ELA teacher and a special education teacher, and I find that many times students struggle with writing the beginning, right? The thesis, piecing together the delicate balance of an introduction, unsure of how this start will lead to the end. And I feel the same way about new endeavors, water situations, that it just gets so overwhelming that it almost blocks us from taking the step. And I pray we don't get blocked. You know that the Lord has so much for all of us. He hears us. He knows us already. We can come and say, what do you want from us? And so I pray we don't avoid what he wants for us. I pray that we don't avoid things because it's uncomfortable. Excuses can build. However, it doesn't need to be that way because the reality is time still ticks, but time won't drag its feet for us because we're not ready for it. So here is how I started. I believe in paying it forward and I just want to share. So once again, if you did it differently, there is no right or wrong way. Just get started. Just do it. The first thing was I downloaded um, the Uversion application on my phone. It is a great resource. So is Right Now Media. Uversion was free. Then I found a Bible plan on there that related to what I was walking through at the time. I would change it just based on whatever I was walking through, what I wanted to learn more about. I also read the Bible in a year or something that the pastor of my church had really recommended back in the day. And that has been a blessing as well using a read through the Bible in a year plan. But you can just pick one, just start, right? Three. And once again, you don't need to do all these things. It's just a matter of giving ideas on how to get started. If you don't have a physical Bible, you can use the app for the devotional part. You can open up scripture listed in the Bible. I didn't really do this at first. So in reading through the Bible app and the devotionals on the Bible app, something in the beginning, I just used the application on my phone. As I started doing it more, I wanted to use my actual Bible more. So that's when, when I would get to the scripture pieces in the devotional, I would open up the actual physical Bible and actually turn to it. It would actually help me not be so reliant on my phone. That's just my own little battle there with turning to my phone too much and trying to get away from that. Um, It just helped me focus and avoid distractions from the infamous phone. But God, please help me with that. Another thing for is start with the Gospel of John. Some people have shared that they started with the Gospel of Matthew. Once again, there is no right or wrong way. The Gospel of John is where my friend who's a pastor had guided me to start in. And it was just really a blessing. 
Reach out to a Bible-based church, ask for suggestions and guidance, and get connected. Community is important. Reach out on my page on social media, The Art of Messy House. I would love to help you get started. The Bible is our guide, and through everything, it's always amazing. I mean, it doesn't matter how many times you have read through it. There is more and more to learn and to just apply to our lives. And just remember, there is no better time than today. The first step awaits you. Maybe you already started in your Bible. Maybe it's in what God has placed on your heart. Whatever it is, what are you waiting for? What was I waiting for? The past is the past, though. We can't get stuck in that. Instead, let's thank the Lord for giving and guiding us to start right where we are right now, wherever He is taking us. Psalm 37, verse 23 and 24 says, The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by their hand. What a comfort. What a comfort. And so I'm going to pray. I just pray that you'll pray with me, and I pray that whatever it is that God is guiding you to get started, to realize God loves you always and forever, and that when He prompts you, there is a reason He will equip you with everything, even if you don't see right now what it is He is doing or how on earth you're going to do it. Pray step, pray step, pray step, just keep going. And so, dear God, your word is our guide. I lift up all my steps today. I pray that they align with what you want for me. I lift the hardest steps to the ones that are so heavy, the ones that are so uncomfortable, the ones that I can't do alone. I ask you to come into my life and fill me with your strength and your courage. I pray today that more people will learn of your word. I pray that more people will walk in faith and turn to the Bible to fill their lives with the everlasting hope, joy, and peace that I have never found anywhere else because it is found nowhere else. It is eternally found in your word. And I pray for the person listening right now. I pray that you fill their lives with blessings and guide them to walk in their beautifully distinct and God-given purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. So dear God, whatever the first step is today that we need to take, I pray that you fill us with your strength. Help us walk in it. Help us learn in it. Help us love in it. May we always give you all the glory. Love, Jen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Art of a Messy House podcast. And thank you even more for being here. Be sure to visit theartofamessyhouse.com to join the conversation, subscribe there for weekly devotionals, and discover some fantastic bonus resources as well. And while that's all for this episode, I hope that you will follow along and always remember, most importantly, that you are loved, you are seen, and you are known. So until next time, God bless.